Good morning, sunshine. Welcome back to the Peace, Love, and Applesauce podcast. My name is Juan. My name is Abby. And has anyone else had the same week that we've been having into this new year? It's been going crazy. Off rip. Mm-hmm. We started strong with that episode with Brandon. Mm-hmm. He gave us some insight and some stuff for us to work on, and we've been digging ever since. Mm-hmm. But not only that, life has just been going crazy in just seven days for mm-hmm. 2023. Yeah. We're setting a strong tone. Yeah. Even down to this podcast, we got brand new microphones. We said we wanted to upgrade, and we made it happen pretty quick. But these microphones were so good that. In our non-soundproof living room, you could hear every single thing. Our neighbor was walking down the block, and we heard their whole conversation, including the person on the phone. Mm -hmm. Then a a car on another block's alarm was going off. Mm -hmm. Heard that. Abby heard me closing the lid to the toilet all the way upstairs, like (laughs) crystal clear. So we have moved back to the attic where it all started, but this time without a couch and a table. (laughs) Yep. We're on boxes surrounded by baby stuff. Mm-hmm. What a year it's been, am I right? Yeah. And it's, we're only seven days in. I was going to say, we've upgraded audio, but we've downgraded setup. Yeah. And that's fine. But no, this is definitely like a sign that we're we're outgrowing what we're doing. Yeah. This is only getting bigger. Yeah. So. With that being said, would you like to read your fortune? Oh, yeah. This is now a food review show. <laughs> we had Chinese for dinner on the night of recording this. And we got four fortune cookies. So we already opened our first ones, but we'll open our second ones at the end. Yep. So mine was pay attention to your nonverbal cues and try turning it down. Mm. Mine says pat yourself on the back for creating an opportunity. Mm. I can't wait to see what the other two are. I know. I hope mine's not as, like, generalized. Yeah. But anyway, let's piggyback off of the work we did with Brandon. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of insight that we gained during the conversation, but more so after. Mm-hmm. Even when we got off uh, the mics, we kept talking, got a little personal, checked up on each other, made sure we were good. And we had a great time, and then Abby and I, like, had moments that we stuck stuck onto, and we just stayed wide awake. Like, in the pitch black, our eyes are, like, I can tell they're open, bloodshot, like, thinking, mm-hmm. and we're having all these realizations and epiphanies about, like, what our problems had been. And it was ironic because it was, like, the end of the year, so it was kind of a good setup on how to move into 2023, and it gave us the direction we felt like we were missing. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you introduce the theme because you're the one who who even brought it to my attention to begin with. Yeah. So when we were ha- like recording the episode with Brandon, um, usually when I have a conversation with somebody or I'm listening to somebody like talk about like really profound and like deep, meaningful things, um, I can usually pick out like sentences that they said or stories that they told. And that's what I connect with. Mm -hmm. But Brandon was just so. For Honda time, we can now hear the year making model of the car as it drives by (laughs) with these new microphones. (laughs) Um, With Brandon, everything, every word choice that he made was so. um, Intentional. Intentional. And 
so for me, when I was listening and like thinking as he was talking, it was specific words that he used in the context of what he was talking about that really stuck out to me. So the words that stuck out to me that he was using was bitter and entitlement. Mm -hmm. And the concept of entitlement and how he kind of, he barely touched on it, but he talked about it enough Mm -hmm. for me to be like, oh, that... It struck a chord with you. Yeah, I was like, I literally disconnected from the conversation and I was like, oh my God, this is my problem. This is what I've been going through. I'm too entitled. Like I am far too entitled. And not to like point the finger at you, but like we're a team. So I'm like, oh my God, you are too entitled. And it was just so impactful in that moment. But then him bouncing off of entitlement to being like, it makes you bitter. I was like, oh my God. That is everything I needed to hear. And it was two words. Mm-hmm. It was two words. Yeah. And I was like, the stars and you were able aligned. to put it you were you were able to put it in terms of like yourself and your own situation because like it's different. We talk about these concepts, but like I said, like that was some insight that we needed to hear from mm-hmm. someone else. And like when we were laying there in bed, Abby was like, Yeah, like uh, just this entitlement. Like I think we have an entitlement issue. And I, it literally just clicked. Like the mental block that I had felt physically lifted off of my body because I'm like, Same. oh my gosh, I know what we need to work on. Like we felt like we were in such a rut. We felt like we were stuck. We were like, what do we do? I was, I wasn't burned out. Like no, I wasn't compared to either. last season mm-hmm. slash preseason to the podcast beginning, like I was super burnt out from everything I was doing. Like dance and everything? Dance, work. I was trying to keep the Saturday videos going. Like Mm -hmm. I was burnt out. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like I have this energy and like I want to move it intentionally and I know where I want to go with it. But I don't know what to do because I'm not getting what I want. Yes. I felt like I was entitled to the things I wanted just because I was doing something. Yeah. And that's why I was iterating my problem with the social media stuff because like – I felt like I was deserving of views, likes, comments, and then I took it even deeper to where, like, I felt entitled to support and even on some levels compensation of when I was trying to do my life coaching shit and thinking, like, oh, I I felt entitled to people, like, using my services even when I was giving it to them for free. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm doing this for free. This is more of a favor for you, like... Yeah. I'm doing something for you, so you got you have to do something for me now. Like Yeah. I felt entitled to it. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, who wants to listen to a twenty four year old tell him about life when I'm still figuring it out myself? Yeah, and I rem- like over the past like several months, like, um, we were I think you did mention this in the previous episode with Brandon, but like I was coming up with a lot of the ideas of like yeah. what we were talking about and not that like, not that like that's like a bad thing or anything like that to you. We were both equally working as hard, but I also felt the entitlement of like, I am putting in an asinine amount of work mm-hmm. and it should be paying off by now. Yeah. And then even like after the conversation, I'm like, bro, like we haven't even, we, we haven't even been doing this a year, eh? Yeah. And then on top of that, we haven't even, I personally don't think we've established like our niche voice yet no i think we're still in the growing phase and i'm expecting like 
top tier level support and followers and yep. shit like that. And then I'm like, and Whoa. money. And yeah, literally in my notebook, like I was journaling this out and I put like under support and compensation, I underlined them and then I put under it fucking why. <laughs> And I was like, is it a bad thing? And then I was like, does it even have to be anything? Like, yeah. That was me just philo- philo- philosophizing. Yeah. Getting philosophical. I was going to say, when I was originally writing my notes, like, about, like, entitlement and, like, what entitlement is to me, like, a lot of what entitlement is shows up in the form of, like, money. Yeah. And, like, materialistic things and, like, uh, support, like how yeah. you said, but not just, like... Like how like um, people will pop out here and there and be like, hey, like I listened to the podcast and we're like, oh, my God, really? Yeah. Type of thing. Like in terms of like, oh, my God, I love everything that you do. I'm such a big fan. I'm such a follower, blah, blah, blah. And like realistically, I don't want like a super fan or anything like that. Like I'm not we like. We have one. Shout out to you, Tori. Yeah, shout we out know to you're Tori. listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not asking for that. But for whatever reason, my brain always goes there that it's like, oh, like my podcast needs to be the shit. Yeah. And that also equals compensation. It always ends up at compensation. But then at the same time, you and I are sitting here like growing as people and trying not to live that lifestyle. Yeah. We're actively moving away from like a materialistic um, overly financially indebted lifestyle. Yeah, we're we're not basing our success in life off of our. We're not basing it monetarily. Yes, but we're also. With that being said, we're not living like we want to be like millionaires or anything. Like we're our mindset is not there. Mm-hmm. Like we're moving into like live within your means. Mm-hmm. Like. We don't wanna, overspend. Yeah, well, also, like, being more in tune with nature and things yeah. like that. Like, a very slow lifestyle, but our entitlement is the exact opposite. Yeah. And so, no wonder we're not getting where we want to go because we're not really living by, like, what it, we want to be. We're clashing with ourselves. Yeah. And that was, like... What the frick? <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to, like, undo all of those parts of you. This is literally the definition of standing in your own way. Yeah. This is literally self-sabotage. Oh, you brought it back (laughs) to that. Nice. Nice. Damn. And as hard of a pill as it is to swallow and be, like, you know, looking in the mirror and be like, yeah, bro, you're too entitled it's also nice to be able to figure these things out before we're having all of these like life changing events happening. Yeah. Cause imagine being like, mm, you're too entitled and you have a newborn. <laughs> I mean, then he's, he would have humbled us really quick. Yeah. We would be like, Oh yeah. He's going to humble us yeah. even more. I know it. Yeah. We're, <laughs> he could be here any day now. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so stressed out. Uh, we need to get our hospital bag ready. But, no. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm not talking about that right now. I'm going to spiral. Juan and I went to the park last weekend with Jewel. Yep. And 
there were, we were talking about some things that we needed to do, some stuff that needed to get paid for and done and everything. And for the first time ever, Juan is notoriously, like in our relationship, this is like a thing that... This is my butt. Yeah. Juan is notoriously always stressed out about money to the point that he makes it everybody else's problem. Yep. Unintentionally. Yep. For the first time ever, I heard this man say, I'm not worried about it. It always works itself out. It's going to work itself out this time. And I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Since when? Since when? Because usually you're like, it's not working. I don't have it right now. I got $8. (laughs) (laughs) CVS took a good five from me out of nowhere. We got hit with that like after Christmas, like low, low. Yeah, I got to catch up, got to bounce back from everything. Yeah. But it was really nice to like finally see that click for you. And what it was the entire time was entitlement. But you know that it always works out. Yeah. So it's, it is really cool, especially like from like a partner aspect to see like how heavy of a weight entitlement was on you mm-hmm. and how like, I don't know, lifted you seem since like recognizing it in yourself because it's been like two like a week and a half going on two weeks at this point Mm -hmm. since we've like talked actually talked with brandon Mm -hmm. and you're still like on that high and i'm like okay this might stick yeah i chilled (laughs) out bro you're like "Mm." i i got something kind of like worked out now yeah I don't know how to explain it, but I always end up doing it. I know. I never surprise myself. Yeah. Like, I always, well, no, I always surprise myself, I should say. <laughs> I never surprise myself. Like, I expect this out of me. Yeah. I always just make shit happen. And I guess that's why I always feel entitled to stuff, because, like, I'm able to, I'm able to produce anything that I want. Yeah. Like, I haven't gotten anything that I've, I haven't not gotten anything I've worked for. Yeah. But I've worked for it. Yes. And since I've been able to work for everything else and I've been starting to get it so fast, I felt entitled to the quick compensation in multiple forms. Mm -hmm. Whether it was the money, whether it was the notoriety, whether it was the publicity and the support. Of friends and family and like, you know, it's, it's funny. Like I felt entitled to the support from them, but I never expected it or didn't think they would. That's so contradictory. It's, it's, it makes no sense. Mm -hmm. But like my dad loves listening to the podcast. I got him to come on it. Like what the heck? Yeah. My mom listens. Your mom listens. Your aunt listens. Like, we have all the support, but I guess since we're not, I don't know, we just keep searching for more when we don't need to. Yeah. Like, we have more than enough of what we need. Yeah. Already. And we're just being greedy. Yeah. We are being greedy. 
So that's Stop what we're that changing. Yay. Yeah. Stop it. Shake on it. <laughs> spit on your head. Oh, man. If you spit, you might throw up like you did this morning. Bro, that was uncalled for. I just ate my breakfast, but I drank a leftover protein shake. and I knew that wasn't a good idea. It did not sit well. No. I was literally walking out the door and I was like, hmm, don't feel too good. <laughs> and lost my breakfast. I was dead asleep and I could hear it from upstairs. I literally had to leave. Like I that started to make me run late. Like I was already taking my time. You're throwing up and you're like, damn it, I need to Somebody leave. Somebody would have called off, but I'm like, no, I feel fine. Like this was just something I ate. Like this yeah. is normal. But <laughs> taking it back to the topic at hand, um in this holiday season I finally got a new book. Mm-hmm. So Thanks for the Christmas present, bud. You're welcome. This is called The War of Art, Break Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles. So I've talked a lot about, like, my struggles with dance and, like, how I feel about creating or what I want to do with it and all that. But, like, how I always feel like there's a block or something that's, like, in my way or I have – I always have an excuse. That's it. I always have an excuse. Mm-hmm. But reading this, it's it's starting to help, like, understand. Now, I only found this book because I heard this author um, on one of the most recent episodes of the Joe Rogan podcast. And, like, he was mentioning a lot of the stuff that he had written in the book. And I was like, oh, now I really have to read this. So, like, now that I got it, he talks about resistance in a lot of ways being, like, the number one thing that like trips up creative people, be it a dancer, singer, uh, y- you know, artist, and uh, yeah, any anyone in the arts is gonna have a stronger feeling of resistance. And um, how I said that, like the mental block felt like it was physically lifted. Like he said, he says like resistance is invisible, and I highlighted. Um, it's a repelling force. It's negative. It aims to shove us away, distract us, prevent us from doing our work. So, like, it cannot be seen, touched, heard, or smelled, but it can be felt. We experience it as an energy field radiating from a work in potential. So, like, he's saying that when you, you'll feel the most resistance, like, getting closer to certain things or... The times that you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. That's when you have to force yourself to do it or you'll never get past that block. And that's when we keep running into that cycle of like, oh, I'm stuck here. I'm in this rut. So like I would say our entitlement was our resistance Mm -hmm. because now I feel more creative than ever. I feel like I do. I have so many ideas of things that I want to do like artistically. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think I've ever really actually expressed them to you yet. No. Like I'm really serious about starting with this like beat making stuff. Like I want to do stuff with like producing music. I have little like sampling machines I want to try. I still want to invest in a better camera and do like some form of videography or like I don't know. I enjoy a good artistic photo. Mm-hmm. So, like, I share a lot of it on Instagram. I share, I've been sharing a lot more art lately. So, like, mm-hmm. I want to dive into that in more ways than just dance. So, like, I always try to force myself to draw. But I that takes time and I can't fully sit down and 
get down with that anymore. I got a second kid on the way. I don't have that time to be in silence and draw. Mm-hmm. But, like, even in the ways of, like, how I do my dad's stuff with Jewel, like, I feel more creative. Yeah. I don't feel a resistance. Like, even with Jewel, there's a sense of entitlement, like... Yeah, I agree. You're smarter, you're getting older, so I'm entitled to you having a smarter, more mature conversation with me because I see you learning more, like... Actually, in the book that I'm reading about the, like, respectful parenting and everything, Mm -hmm. so not gentle parenting, but respectful parenting, um, I'll get into it in a different episode, but Mm -hmm. basically um, the book was saying that when we have our own kids, we have a level, a higher expectation of what they're actually capable of for their age. Right. And I think that that is an entitlement thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're both reading books. Oh, my gosh. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, another thing he says, like, he just says resistance as these other concepts. Like, resistance is impersonal. Resistance is infallible. Resistance is universal. That one, he's like, we're wrong if we think we're the only ones struggling with resistance. Everyone who has a body experiences resistance. Mm -hmm. Do you think that, like... Entitlement as resistance is is the book saying like that it hinders your potential it, when you give in to the resistance and you're just like oh I can't yeah basically is that how you felt about like looking back at it do you feel that way towards like your Saturday videos and everything like especially the ones that you didn't do in a way like. Sorry, let me find something in here really quick. Oh, another thing he said, first sentence of this one, resistance recruits allies. Resistance, by definition, is self-sabotage. So he says, but there's a parallel peril that must also be guarded against sabotage by others. When a writer begins to overcome her resistance, in other words, when she actually starts to write, she may find that those close to her begin to act strange. They may become moody or sullen. They may get sick. They may accuse the awakening writer of changing or not being the person she was. The closer these people are to the awakening writer, the more more bizarrely they will act and the more emotion they will put behind their actions. They are trying to sabotage her. Mm -hmm. So it shows... uh, different ways like resistance can show up in your life so resistance uh and procrastination he said procrastination is the most common manifestation of resistance because it's the easiest to rationalize Mm -hmm. you should know all about procrastination oh yeah that's my resistance i was gonna say that is literally everything about me I identify with uh procrastination as a personality trait (laughs) as i'm sure many other people do yeah. So, like, it. I could kind of compare it to, like, the, the Marcus Aurelius book I had, mm-hmm. how it had, like, different, like, bullets rather than a central theme to constantly read or different chapters. It's, like, resistance has these different ideas, and I'm able to relate it to different parts of my life where I'm feeling a certain emotion he relates it to or a certain scenario in life. Mm-hmm. And, like... Uh, I don't know. It's a good read, and I'm actually, like, flying through it wow. pretty quick. 
I just started reading about it like a week ago. Yeah. My goal this year is also to try and at least fit two books a month. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Like yeah. now, not two pages like a, a day. I got my reading habit down. Like I actually pined for a book. Yeah. Like now that I have a book, I'm happy. Yeah. Who the hell am I? <laughs> I used to hate reading. I know. But I want to try and get two books a month. I was going to say, I put on my like goals for this year that I wanted to do four to eight books this year. And I kept it kind of low because, like, realistically, 12 months, four books, that's not that much. Um, just because of, like, a newborn and everything. Right. I want to be realistic with, like, how much free time I'm actually going to have. Oh. Especially with all of the other things I want to make time for. Yeah. But Like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, the entitlement thing, I think, for you. How... Oh, you're really not going to tell me. Wait. I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. Just give me a second. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> for you, how it kind of opened this. I knew you wanted this book. Like, you asked for it. I got it for you for Christmas. But um, it's nice to see you finally, like, diving into opening that creative door in your brain that was bolted shut. Uh-huh. And unpacking everything that's in there. It was just me holding the door. Yeah. It wasn't bolted shut. You were just standing in front of it. Yep. <laughs> Your foot was like right there and you kept trying to open it. You're like, oh, it won't open. <laughs> I see everyone on the other side like, come open the door for me, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's like nice to see you like unpacking that. Um, for me, the entitlement thing inspired like, hey, I need to start creating habits. Like how you were doing the two pages a day for like reading. like. Uh-huh. I will get really inspired by something, do it once, and then, like, expect to be that inspired all the time and not force myself to do it when I don't feel like doing it. That's what the resistance is about. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So now that I know that there's, like, an entitlement issue at hand and then I have resistance of, you know, other things like procrastination mm -hmm. and... um discipline as i th i think is one of also my resistances i'm not disciplined enough mm -hmm. and maybe that falls under entitlement i just expect to be able to do things great the first time and never have to really try hard at anything i was gonna say because you have a lot of like ideas that you want to do or things that you're interested in but you only try them once because I don't you, have any discipline. Well, if you try it again and you don't do good enough, you completely stop it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So with that being said. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, yes thank you. Thank you. Shut up. Yep. I think it either falls all under entitlement or lack of discipline. And or maybe that just all falls under entitlement. Like the lack of discipline is I feel entitled to be good at everything that I do right away. Yeah, I mean, I guess they go hand in hand. But um, for my New Year's goal, so I, on the very first page, Juan brought me home this really sweet notebook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. It says, home, love grows here. And I'm like, oh, my God, because I'm at home every day. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a nice notebook. And I'm like, oh, she would like this. Yeah. But instead of doing like, oh, these are my goals for 2023, like, I'm going to run a marathon or things like that. I actually decided that all of my goals are going to be habits 
that I want to create. So I won't read you all of them, mm-hmm. but um, read four to eight books is on that. I want to get in the habit of taking the time to actually read. I think it makes you, um, you know, not as attached to your phone because that's also one of my habits that I'd like to break. Yes. So I don't want to be on my phone as much. I want my time to be spent like meaningfully and intentional. That was another word that Brandon used. Intentional. He said, um, he said a lot about like, no need for that. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, yeah. Like making your time be more intentional and doing things with intention. Yeah. And I think that's really important. And that's why I took the time to like create this. Cause I even drew pictures. Like I know you doodled. I was, and that's like the first page in the book, isn't it? It is. So every time I open it, I'll see this page. Beautiful. Yeah. So I want to meditate more and do yoga once a week, but that is a goal for after I have the baby Mm -hmm. and I'm cleared to exercise. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I want to journal two to three times a week, especially with Brandon's journal that he gave us. I know. Have you done it yet? No, not yet. I think I've done like the first page or two. Yeah. I actually, a lot of this stuff I'm sort of waiting to do after the baby gets here. Uh-huh. Um, mostly because I know my brain is going to be yeah. in a totally different state. And you can like finally focus on it. Yeah. And I'm not out of breath like I am right now. I know, bro. I hear you struggling. <laughs> I'm really struggling to like not breathe so hard into the microphone. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's almost over, folks. She'll she'll be out of commission soon. Yeah. And then back at it better than ever. Yeah. But I have some health goals that I want to do. Like I want to continue with that train. But spending more time in nature is one of the other ones that I'll share. Will you finally go hiking with me now? Yes, because I found a cool birthday gift for you. Yeah? Yeah. Are you going to tell me or is it a surprise? It's a surprise. Oh, man. Do you want me to tell you? No. Okay. I, you know, I know. Abby <laughs> is like, I'm down. Abby's always down to ruin her own surprise. She'd rather know. But for me, she's like, do you want to know your surprise? I'm like, no, don't tell me. She's like, wait, are you, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'll give it to you right now. I'm like, don't. Like, I want to wait. I'll buy it. I'll forget about it because I don't know what I ask for anymore. I just talk out of my ass half the time. You didn't ask for this. See, then I don't even, I definitely don't know. Yeah. But creating habits is um, definitely something that I need to do to work on my entitlement. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I tried to be silent. That's why I had to make that face. That's the ugliest face I've ever seen. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh my God. But um, I express this to Juan as well. Like, we don't talk about anything like very, like, relationshipy that's like intimate in any way shape or form but i wanted to do like the partnering yoga mm-hmm. with juan to like create like a better connection and i know that's going to be really important like especially after the change of having another baby and everything mm-hmm. so i want to prepare for that by like a doing yoga for myself but also doing yoga as like a connection thing with you i think that would be really cool hell yeah let's do it I feel this is the most inspired ever I've felt in a new year. No, I finally got it. Like, 
I said I I would have moments where I would say I have the fire lit under my ass, but like that it would go out very quickly. But like no, now I'm like, I th- we got a fire burning, ready to go. I'm super say, inspired to like get some shit done this year. I don't feel like that's the right analogy for me personally. Like oh, I have a fire under my ass. Like not like that. Like I feel very stable in where I'm trying to go. Yeah. Same. But I got a fire in my ass to get up and get it. Yeah. No, I feel like I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. This mm-hmm. is going to be great. I'm really struggling to breathe. <laughs> yeah, you only got what? Like two, three more episodes if he doesn't come sooner? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how many episodes I have left, but two to three is the goal. And then after that, I will be out for a little bit and it'll be Juan with some guests we're preparing them like they're jewel like we're trying to like get them ready for it yeah (laughs) (laughs) we all whenever we have a big event or a bunch of stuff going on we'd like to tell jewel like hey bud we're gonna be around a lot of people tomorrow it's gonna be a long day or Mm -hmm. you're not gonna get the nap or it's gonna be loud and we tell her like a week in advance i was gonna say we're gonna have to get like two chairs up here (sighs) I know. But that's a conversation for another time. Oh, man. I'm excited for 2023. Me too. I don't know if you guys listening, like, have any goals out there, but don't put too much pressure on yourself to, like, outperform or say this is my year or anything like that. Like, do what's right for you. And also remember, it's done in the small steps. It takes the small achievements to get to the big ones. It makes... It's two months to make a habit. I think we established this. I think I forget what I said. But yeah, it takes two months to make a habit. And I specifically made um, my habits, I picked 12. And that would be like, okay, one for every month of the year, right? Mm -hmm. Saying that maybe I can make a habit in a month or something like that. But some of these I already started first one of the year honda time thank you that's not a honda time that does not deserve that was uh never mind i'm not even gonna try to do it shut up (laughs) (laughs) but i picked 12 specifically one per month and that you know maybe this month is something i'll pick one i mean i've already been reading and spending time in nature so two thumbs up for me I guess (laughs) but my point of that is is like you know it doesn't have to be this profound I'm an overachiever I did this in one year type of thing because we all know how that goes Mm -hmm. do the things that are meaningful to you that make you feel better on the inside that make you feel like a better version of yourself like it's not about what everybody else thinks yeah and it's very easy to lose these goals very fast yeah. I know usually by the time we get to like June, July, no one's really thinking about the goals. Yeah. Unless you have one and like you, you're very strict about it. Really good for you. Yeah. I, I uh, was making a cart on Target for mm-hmm. like some baby stuff that we needed. And they have it like advertised because they know how people are this time of year. They're like, get your gym goods and your new year's goal stuff like yeah. water bottles workout clothes things like that because people will be like this is the year i'm gonna do this or blah 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 
it doesn't just have, good marketing yeah ju- don't fall into that shit <sighs> do it because you want to do it like yeah. not because you're like oh shit like this is my year no this is your year to just be the best version of you whatever that is it doesn't have Isn't to that the same thing no it doesn't have to be a marketing ploy if it, if it is the gym thing, by all means, do the gym thing. You do the gym thing. I do do the gym thing. I don't I do the gym thing. destroyed my chest. <laughs> I can't move properly. Which is why he was drinking a protein shake and throwing up this morning. Yep. All in the name of gains, brother. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Let's do our fortune cookie. Oh yeah. Second fortune cookie. Fresh out the pack. Yeah, you can hear it. Every little... ASMR channel now with our food review. You want to go first or me? Mine kind of goes with what I was just saying. It says, of all of our human resources, the most precious is the desire to improve. Chill. <laughs> I'm glad we saved these because mine. The universe sa- says that I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> mine says our happiness is greatest when we contribute most to the happiness of others. Do something for someone. Yeah. Tell them you love them. Mm-hmm. That person that you just thought about when I said that, them. Text them. You know who. I didn't say it. You no, did. not your ex. No, not them. Don't yeah. tell them you love them. Jesus. <laughs> don't do that. We don't condone that here. Do you understand me? <laughs> I'm so serious I was right say, now. She's not talking to me. I'm so serious right now. Please don't. No, it's all jokes. We hope you got it. Except the X thing. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you guys are as excited for the new year as we are. It's always the best way to start over. Best way to start fresh. You can choose any day to be a better version of yourself. And you know what? If you don't feel like starting fresh right now... The spring equinox didn't happen yet. Mm-hmm. And when the spring equinox comes and flowers start blooming and life starts coming back again. Nature-wise. Yeah, nature-wise. When you get to see, like, nature bloom again and, like, life gets, like, invigorated at that point, you can start then, too. You can start whenever you want. It doesn't have to be right now. We hope we inspired you to think. We hope we got some more insight coming for you. We hope you're having a great day. Month, year. (laughs) Week. Have a great year. Yeah, have a great (laughs) year. Good luck this year. (laughs) Uh, And if you haven't heard yet, we hope you have a great day. We love you. Peace. Love. And applesauce. Bye. Bye.